Hello, and welcome back to the KedCast. It's me, Ethan, again. And today, I'm going to be talking about human naming implications. In fact, this was the very first KED talk that I wrote that I intended to give in the spring of 2022. That was two years ago, so here we go. So, how should you name your children? And what are some important considerations to consider? And also, just know these are my opinions. But some of these, like... The arguments are pretty good. So, foremostly, I think a thing that one should do when naming their children is that you should name them before they are born, because pre-born humans are humans too. Uh, this past week was the anniversary, or not? They were like the. It was like a year, some years since the uh, decision of Roe versus Wade, uh, which has since been overruled by Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health, but. Uh, that that's a thing that exists or that did exist uh Roe versus Wade. Uh so preborn humans are humans too. And uh in case that or yeah, so you we should give them names because humans have names. That's how that works. Bef- being referred to as the baby is a little bit impersonal in my opinion. Um other implications for naming them before they are born is that sometimes uh God calls them up to rest prior to them being born. And it just feels more real whenever they had a name. Because to let's say that one has a child and the child unfortunately passes away before they are born. And to like name them afterwards seems so impersonal. And I don't know, it just seems kind of uh, like, like oh, like, you know, impersonal. So I think naming them beforehand, like you have a name to refer to them as. Uh, even if it's not a thing that is like public yet. Uh, maybe you change your mind, but having like uh, sometimes another thing is like, especially if you're a parent who doesn't want to like, uh, oh, I don't know. I, I don't want to know whether or not it's a boy or a girl. You can just pick two names, a boy name or and a girl name. And then whatever, like, like conditionally, if that child is a boy, then their name is the boy name. And if their child, if that child is a girl, then the name of that child will be and is currently the girl name. It's like a Schrodinger's cat thing, but not. But yeah, you can just do that. That's uh, a way of doing that if uh, that is a case you find yourself in. And another thing is naming them beforehand. I I think it's just better because it's it's a well-thought-out decision uh, prior. I I don't know. But sometimes like naming children based on the vibes or whatever on the day they're born, I I don't know. It gives me the ick. Next thing for how you should name your child is name your child what you will call them. So this is, isn't is to say that you can't use nicknames, but I think if a nickname starts becoming like, like would they ever put this on a sh- like, like an assignment kind of thing? Because like if you have a child, his name is Daniel, and you refer to him as D-Money, like he's never writing D-Money on his like school assignments. But for the most part, like people like, I don't know, you see a lot of like, oh, the, this person's name is Alexander, but he goes by Alex or this person's name is uh, Alexandra, but she goes by Ali. And sometimes you have even worse the like you call them by their middle name, like someone's name is like like John, but like he goes by Peter because his middle name is Peter like that is i don't know something about that seems very icky in terms of like i would want to give my child the best experience whenever like their name is on documents so they're not confused when you have discrepancies between your driver's license and like your school id and it's like it's hard to verify this all seems like logistical hurdles that could be not had and 
other things like standardized testing, putting your name on things so that you're in like a database. Will you put Alex? Did you put Alex? Did you put Alexander? Those are things that are rather confusing and can be uh, can be like resolved. Of course, like like I said, nicknames are fine. So like, uh, if you want to like call your kid like Johnny Boy, that's fine. No one's putting Johnny Boy on assignments or on like legal documents kind of thing. But common instances for this is like like if you're gonna call your kid Max, don't name them Maximilian. Just name them Max three letters like it's completely fine name your kid dan name your kid uh ally like there is no need to like have really extravagant long name things and then call them something shorter than that because that seems like you're doing them quite the disservice got them next proposition uh i think you should name your child something meaningful so like don't just pick random words out here i think saint names are good we have a rich tradition of saints so name your kid after a saint some names that i like from saints are i think lucy is a very solid name uh i think that daniel is a very solid name just names from the bible very solid although i don't know the, the i'll cover this with the next point where names in the bible can be good but sometimes they're a little wonky and that also has implications so other things that can be good are like uh, ethnically traditional names or names of grandparents or other like family traditions. But it's one of those things that like if you want your kid to be named Elizabeth because the past three people have been named Elizabeth. Now name Elizabeth and then call them Elizabeth. Like don't start calling them Bethy or something just because or like in like a very common sense such that they could use that as their actual name. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I, I have a relative of mine who uh, they named their kid something they name their kid something, and then they call their kid something completely else, such that I think she's like five or six, but if you call her her actual name, she just doesn't register that that is her name, which is confusing because her parents only speak Vietnamese, and she's being sent to English school, so it's like, uh, that's, that, yeah, that, that, that leads to life confusing. So, in addition to naming your child something meaningful, uh, sometimes, like, large meaning or, like, family tradition or, like, ethnically traditional names, uh, culturally significant names can be fulfilled in the middle name slot so for instance i'm vietnamese and my first name is like an american name uh, it's not vietnamese in any regard but my middle name is so my parents use that middle name slot to fulfill that and then sometimes that's pretty cool uh you could also do like multiple first names i know that's something quite common in filipino people well they'll have multiple first names and that's pretty cool too amen you should give your child a normal name this is i mentioned this a little bit in the biblical section to where like like some names are more normal than others like ezekiel's pretty good but like habakkuk like i i, I don't know about that one uh of course you can name your kid whatever you want but i don't know it makes their life easier uh in terms of uh, spelling in terms of learning their own name to give them like a normal name and it doesn't mean it can't be a long name name your kid gwendolyn name your kid like uh, augustina that's fine but it's more of like uh like naming your kid like like either with pronunciations or like combinations of syllables that have like never been assembled together something about that seems like like you just making their life harder i guess if you discern well a name that is like kind of uh uncommon then Go ahead, go for it. But that's this. This is in the realm of like, let's make your kid's life easier. Uh, yeah. 
Also, give your child a normal name in terms of spelling. So, for instance, there's sometimes there are multiple correct ways to spell a name, like Claire, C-L-A-R-E, and C-L-A-I-R-E are both quite common. However, like if you name your kid Darren, uh, and and you uh, the, like you have like you haven't seen anybody else spell it like this, and you decide to spell it like D-A-R-Y-N-H. I wouldn't recommend that course of action just because it's kind of confusing. Sometimes it's when you look at it, the pronunciation is weird. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, there you go. And then, of course, I think pronunciation for a normal name, I had gone over this a little bit earlier, uh, is good as well. Just make it something that when you look at it, like it's fairly easy to know how to pronounce it. Of course, there are some names that are quite common today that you could look at it and like, oh, is it... Uh, like how would you pronounce this name but that that's okay especially i don't know if you don't grow up around people who are asian or around hispanic some of those names that you hit like like i've seen people since i've gone to college pronounce javier incorrectly because they think the j makes a j sound as it does in english but it does not uh so yeah now we start getting into less of like the naming guidelines and more of like naming considerations so something that i talk about quite a bit is the pronunciation flow of the first name into the last name so i think that certain end sounds of last names flow better into the next sound of the next name for instance i think if your name ends in a vowel and then your first name ends in a vowel and then your last name starts with a vowel sometimes it's kind of clunky to make that transition from one word to another it sounds really like separate but like for instance my name uh, ends with a consonant starts with a consonant so i can go ethan win and it's it, like flows very well but sometimes when there are things that are a little more jarring it rolls off the tongue less easily but also that could be like a like you could you could want that gap you could want that uh, you could make it sound more like official in some regard that's certainly one of the things that you could use uh, you can also take into account potential alliteration for flowing a first name into a last name like uh, I don't know, you can. I know people named Win Win. That's so, sounds sounds kind of cool. Uh, yeah. And uh, another thing is, I think that it usually sounds cooler when someone's last name has a lower syllable count than their first name. And the reason why is because it sounds almost like a an a positive phrase. Their last name is in a positive phrase for their first name. Like Ethan, what Ethan Win? Like it's one of those things. Like. Uh, you can have those names. Do I have any other examples? Joshua what? Joshua Porter. Like, Joshua Porter hits so much harder than Josh Porter. Like, I, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah. And, okay, so let's go into what makes a last name bad. This is like a separate thing. That This will move on to the, this is, has to do with kind of, kind of the next topic. But uh, what makes a last name bad? So I think that all last names are good and life is good. But sometimes there are things about people's names that like, oh, man, I wish it was different. Some people think it's cool, but I guess these are my opinions. So I think one of them is how common the a last name is. So sometimes when your last name is really common, it's like, oh, everyone has this last name. I'm not special. Like, I don't know. Like, like, like having it's not that it's more of like having a unique last name is like kind of cool. Like, oh, I'm the only person like like in this nation with this last name that that's that's kind of cool if you have like a really spanish last name and you live in america it's like yo i'm ethnic or something and of course 
with commonality comes things like more people will probably be able to pronounce your name, which is good if, if it's something that's that really uh, like it's a foreign language and it's like very unique sometimes like some of those Thai last names or like not the like the the Hispanic ones, but like the like the, the le, le, not legit, but like the, the very Filipino Filipino last names that are like like you, 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 you know, when you see them, uh, some of those last names are like are like uh, because they're less common, people might just not know how to pronounce it. And uh, oh, another thing about last names or just names in general is that like if your name is similar to a word in in the language that you speak, sometimes you get puns. Sometimes it's nice. Sometimes it's not. Uh, yeah, my last name is Win. As you can imagine, there are lots of things said based off of that. I like it. It's nice. And of course, last name. Another thing is talked about this a little bit earlier is pronounceability. So sometimes you have a name that is very very common, but yet somehow because it's from a different country, people just do not know how to pronounce it. And uh, my last name is such one of those names, such that I have the like downside of ubiquity without the upside of it being pronounced because of how well known it is because it is in a different language well there you go uh, another consideration and this has to do with the last name as well as like the syllable flow of someone's first name being more syllables than their last name is the fact that if you have a child who is female there is a chance a great chance that whenever she grows up she will not have the last name that she was born with because she got married to a man and took his last name so if that's the case then let's say she was born let's say her name is like uh janny that's two syllables and let's say her name is like janny win because win is one syllable but then she goes and marries some person with some dude with like a really long last name like i don't know iconomopolis she, she ruined her name syllable flow thing so i don't know if you really care about name syllable flow name your kid with a name first name that has a very very large number of syllables so she can't get last name ified yeetage other things are there are cross language considerations with naming for instance like you can choose on birth certificate and other such things that uh, like if your name is last name is Garcia, do you want that accent mark or not? If your last name is Win, do you want the the hat and the little squiggle above it? Yeah. Also, I have been saying Win this whole time, but in the actual like source material, it is not pronounced as such. That's just the what the American English has decided it to be, and I I, I like it. I go with it. But in the in the native language, I pronounce it Win. Yeah. There you go. Other implications are cross-language is sometimes there are names that kind of can do both, can be in two different languages. Like um, like Sophia can be a pretty standard English name, but it could also be a pretty standard Spanish name. You have uh, Kim is a pretty standard English name, but if Kim in Vietnamese is Kim, and that's pretty standard as well. So you can have ones that have both. But like Ethan, for instance, doesn't really have a Vietnamese pronunciation because those letters can't really exist in that order. So, yeah. And then... Last thing for naming implications is there is this funny thing that happens whenever your the last letter of your first name is the same as the first letter of your last name. Like, my name is Ethan, ends with an N, and then Win starts with an N. So what I can do is I can write E-T-H-A-N, like a really big N, 
G-U-I-E-N. So there's two N's next to each other, and I can just cancel them out and write a single large N. You could do this in many other ways. So basically, whatever your last name is, let's say your last name is like Calloway, pick some first name for your kid that ends with the letter that starts your last name. So like Dominic Calloway, he now has that C. And you can even do like a Dominic Calloway. Like he can say it cool. Uh, you can like say, say your last name is McCarthy. You can do Kim McCarthy. You can do lots of lots of names. Uh, yeah. That's the end of the podcast. You have a wonderful day, toodles.